0: To work or not to work in retirement. On today's show, we'll discuss three pros and three cons of working in retirement. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Welcome in to Plan Today, Own Tomorrow with Gary Thurman and Tide McIntosh
1: plan today on tomorrow we are on the air gary thurman and tide mcintosh are your hosts you can find them at guardian investment advisors team guardian 38 combined years experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement they are fiduciary for advisory services a plus rating better business bureau and again we do retirement topics each and every week from estate and legacy planning to safe money strategies we talk about social security planning tax planning medicare planning We say this often, and it is so, so true. So much goes into your retirement. Make sure you have all the pieces to your puzzle and that they fit firmly together. And that picture at the end, well, that's your retirement, folks, and you want it to look the best it can look. And we are going to give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Guardian Investment Advisors. No cost, no obligation. That is coming up on the program. So, guys, let's get into this. People work in retirement for a variety of reasons, Okay, And some people love it. But then there are others that that just can't seem to call themselves retired while still earning a paycheck. So they're kind of in between. So let's figure out what camp some of our listeners are falling into. And there are some pros and there are some cons to working once you get into retirement. And Gary, the first one up, you're not going to burn
0: through your savings as quickly. That's kind of obvious. You're making some money. Yeah, it's all about the money, right? (laughs) I mean, that's what this is all about. And, you know, when people are working their day-to-day jobs, they're, they're just used to that steady paycheck. And you know, it's kind of reassuring when you know every two weeks you're going to get a, a certain amount of money to cover all your expenses and, and things like that. But, you know, for people who struggled early um, in their lives as far as putting money back, you know, working may be a great idea. We have so many clients that continue to work part-time or full-time in retirement, and they they do it because they love it, but they also do it for for what you just said. They're not going to burn through their savings as quickly. They're still earning some money. Their money in their retirement portfolios are still gaining interest. So it's just going to help them stretch that money out, you know, for for several more years on that nest egg side. So I I think it's a great pro. I, I think you won't burn through your savings so quickly if you continue to work at some capacity. Pros and cons to working in retirement. We're hitting the
1: pros first. Tide, what about, you know, the fact that you're going to earn more money in Social Security because you can put it off a little bit?
2: Yeah, we talk about all the time how uh, a lifetime income is something that everybody's concerned about. And one of the sources for a lifetime income and a source that can give you a raise uh, every so often is Social Security. Uh, There's a couple of factors that influence how much you're going to get from Social Security. And, And two of the biggest ones are how much income you earned, and when you take your benefits. So let's start with income. If you're looking to, to earn more in Social Security, the way you got to look at it and the way it's calculated is the 35 highest years of, of your working career. So, you know, if you've worked um, 35 years, they're going to base your Social Security on that If you haven't gotten quite 35 years, you you may want to delay. You may want to delay your retirement and delay taking Social Security because uh, those additional years could help you. You know, if you've got some zeros in there where you're not counted, it's going to go into the average uh, and and affect how much you'll get in Social Security. So um, working a few extra years could definitely help you avoid that. The other is to delay your benefits you know, if you can delay those benefits um, past, you know, everybody wants to take them at 62. And that's, that's great. If that's what you need to do, maybe if you don't have longevity in your family, but, um, but anytime you can delay that, that taken uh, social security, you're going to, increase the benefit and it's a permanent increase or a permanent decrease if you take it early. So if you can wait till 70, that's when you're going to get the highest benefit payout and it increases at about 8% per year. So a guaranteed 8% increase is hard to get anywhere. Uh, And this is a great way to do it if you can afford to do it. Plan today, own
1: tomorrow. Your hosts are Gary Thurman and Tide McIntosh. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. You can find Gary and Tide during the week. Guardian Investment Advisors. If you've got a question, you can email the show, info at giaplan.com. And we talk retirement each and every week. And right now we're going over the pros and the cons of working in retirement. And the last one, again, activity means you're not going to be uh, stagnant, right, Gary? You're not going to be bored.
0: Yeah, you're not going to be bored, right? Um, I, I think this happens to a lot of folks. They they retire, they've planned well, and then all of a sudden they're doing nothing. You know, the the alarm clock's not going off anymore. They're not interacting with people. Um, you know, so I, I I think you know working gives you a sense of purpose. Um, you know, to socialize with others. Um, this reminds me so much of one of our clients. He's one of my favorite people, but he was actually forced to retire. Uh, and, and he said in my office, he goes, Gary, what am I going to do? Like, I, I need to be around people. Um, so he actually is the greeter now for Lexus of Chattanooga. So if you go by Lexus, uh, you're going to meet him because he's going to be the greeter there at the door. And he'll, he'll run people to their cars or to the airport, all these different things. But, you know, he, he just needed a sense of purpose to socialize with others. And now some people don't want to do that, um, you know, but I, I think, part-time jobs and, full-time jobs, they're going to help you, I think, enjoy retirement a little bit better because you, you are going to get less bored. I think that's a big deal.
1: Yeah. I mean, you stay engaged. I mean, it, it, it's its kind of one of those things that some people, uh, if they have planned well and they've planned out their retirement and they have planned activities and, and they're very social, you know, they're going to fit into the other category. They're not going to want to have that job in retirement. But I tell you, if you need some structure, uh, working uh, is a good way to get that. So going over pros and cons of working in retirement, now we're going to flip to the, you know, the other side, the con. So, Tide, you're not going to have a lot of time for hobbies. I mean, obviously, hobbies for me would be golf, uh, maybe maybe hitting a beach somewhere. But you're not going to have a a lot of time for hobbies if you are working in retirement.
2: Yeah, I think people have a vision of what they're going to be doing in retirement. And a lot of times those things are like you mentioned, golf, travel, you know, visiting family, things you really didn't have time to do while you're spending 40 hours a week in the workforce. You know? And so you know, that's definitely a con. Uh, now, one thing to consider is maybe you know, maybe you work uh, in a seasonal job. There's a bunch of those out there. Maybe you work part time. You're, uh, you're not necessarily working as many hours and, and you're still going to have time to do the things you like uh, but uh, but you're not going to have as significant of an impact as you would if you just hung it up altogether,
1: folks. We are talking pros and cons of working in retirement, and the pros they're there. Uh, now we're hitting some of the cons. You're not going to have a lot of time for hobbies, and Gary, you could owe taxes on your Social Security benefits if you're working.
0: Yeah, I think most of us are going to face this either way. But you know, if the federal government taxes Social Security benefits, especially with people with high provisional income. So. How they look at that is your adjusted gross income plus any non-taxable interest and half of your Social Security benefits. So just to give you some breakdowns with individuals and married couples. So if you're an individual with a provisional income of $25,000 or more, or you're married with a provisional income of $32,000 or more, you can owe taxes on about half of your Social Security benefits. Now, step that up a little bit. Uh, Individuals with provisional income exceeding $34,000, married couples that exceed forty four thousand, you could owe taxes up to about 80 percent of those benefits so it, it, it's possible to run into this issue even if you don't work i mean it's based on how much money you have coming in but working will make it you know more likely so to speak that you'll pay these taxes now it could still be worth having a job in retirement but you might want to think about how much you want to work like todd just said maybe you get a seasonal job mm. We talked about golf. Maybe you go to be a starter at a golf course, you know, golf course during the season or something like that. But you got to make sure that you look at that provisional income uh, and to avoid those taxes, it's going to have to be pretty low. But I think this is where you sit down with your advisor and, and really put a plan together uh, because you, you might need to brace yourself for that tax bill. If you continue to work,
1: I mean that that's a great point. It's almost like when we make that reference to the puzzle and your retirement. I mean, part of that, yeah, one of those puzzle yeah. pieces, could be a part-time job uh, as you move into retirement. All right, pros and cons of working in retirement. Last one tied. You're going to get it. Uh, you might be forced to retire early. Therefore, uh,
2: you got to go. You got to go work a little bit. Yeah, we make all of all all the plans that we can, and part of your plan may be to work in retirement, but. You know, what if you're forced to retire early due to injury, illness, or a family issue? You know, it can it can put a big kink in your plans, and and it's something that you need to consider. Um, that's not to say that, that work and retirement uh, is necessarily a, a bad strategy. You know, if you're behind on your savings, you, you may need to. In fact, we talk about this all the time. An extra six months of working is like saving an extra 1% over 30 years. So it's a big deal. Uh, it can help... Um, can help you if you haven't uh saved in your younger years um but you know you you got to decide uh for you if it's going to be right i wouldn't rule it out um for sure uh but you want to do a review on your on an annual basis and during that review you're going to find out you know if you're on track if you're not on track and you may consider um you know working a little longer you know if that's going to be in
0: the cards for you it seems like that's every conversation we have during the week now, Todd, I mean, I think people want to work a little bit longer, Morgan. I mean, they just enjoy what they do and they're making good money, but you know, if they're forced to retire, then that kind of stinks, (laughs) you know? So, I mean, you may not have that choice. That's right. You might not have a choice, but, Todd just said the key word. That's why you got to have a plan. Sure. You got to be ready, sit down and look at that plan every year.
1: Yeah, weigh the options, uh, talk it over. Uh, Now's the opportunity, no cost or obligation, to have that conversation with Guardian Investment Advisors. Again, Gary Thurman and Todd McIntosh. Gary, what's going to happen for the next five callers?
0: Yeah, we're going to bring them in and have a great conversation with them. We do what we call a wealth guard planning process, it's a four step process we do for everybody. That first meeting is our Discover meeting, where we're going to find out who you are, what your goals are, what you want to do. Do you want to continue to work, not continue to work? After that, we're going to engage in a conversation and put a plan together with you. After that, if you like what we're talking about, if we're all in the same boat, same track, same same agenda here, we all like what we're talking about, we're going to ignite that plan, then we're going to deliver that plan. And then when I deliver, we deliver as a team. We make sure you know what's going on day in and day out inside of your portfolio.
1: Five spots. Discover, engage, ignite, deliver. The Wealth Guard planning process. These will fill up fast. Call now. 800-517-1575. That's 800-517-1575. Courtesy service provided at no cost to help educate and enlighten. 800-517-1575.
2: Call now. You know about what it costs to run your household on a monthly basis, and you know that you should be padding your emergency fund. But are you? When we come back, little things that can cause big problems in your retirement.
1: And today on Tomorrow on the Air, your hosts are Gary Thurman and Tyne McIntosh. You can find them at Guardian Investment Advisors. 38 combined years experience between these two, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. Fiduciary for Advisory Services, A-plus Rating Better Business Bureau, and again, retirement topics, we do it each and every week. It's going to cause questions to pop up with what's going on in your retirement planning process. And if you haven't started, there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Guardian Investment Advisors, no cost or obligation. If you have started, you've got questions about what's going on inside your portfolio, get a second opinion. One of those spots, could be for you as well. Well, the T's, well, let's get into this. We can sometimes be our own worst enemy. So let's break down again, things, six of them that you could be doing that can absolutely sabotage your retirement. And you may not even know that you're doing these things. So Gary, first one up, and we talk about budgeting all the time, but a lot of people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't have an actual budget.
0: Yeah. I would say 50, 60% of the people we sit down with do not have a budget. So Um, we, we think everyone needs a budget at at all stages of life. And especially when you're getting close to retirement, you, you got it. Todd said it in the very, you know, the segment there uh, in the intro. I mean, do you have emergency funds? Are you putting money back and things like that? The the budget is going to tell you where your money is going. It's going to tell you what's coming in, what's going out. It's going to help you determine if you're living within your means and, um, you know, or spending money that you, should be saving for the future. So, you know, what can you do? How can you get there? It's all about that lifestyle that you choose, but having a budget is going to make things a heck of a lot easier for you um, so you know what you can do and, and when you can do it. Things that you
1: could be doing or not doing that could be sabotaging Your retirement. This next one, Tide, you aren't automating savings and debt payments. Go ahead and put that in there. uh, Get it done so you know it's coming out and you really don't have to think about it.
2: Yeah, this is a big deal, I think, um, for a lot of people these days. And we've got a couple of surveys that talk a little bit about it. According to an annual retirement confidence survey, 70% of American workers say debt is having a negative impact on their ability to save. And 55% of workers say they're unable to save for retirement and save for financial goals at the same time. Now, the reality is a lot of these people are probably living beyond their means, right? I mean, if if yeah. you're having an issue, uh, you know, saving, you know, that could be a problem. But really, it's as easy as automating some of these payments. You know, if you've you're working for a company that has a 401k uh, especially if they have a match you know just just automate that that uh, automatic draft out of your check every month it's going to save you on your taxes and even if it's just a small percentage one percent two percent it's something you may not miss uh, but it's going to add up uh, in the long run to be a lot and then tackle high interest debt we talk about debt all the time there's you know, everybody's going to have a mortgage, everybody may have a car payment, but those credit card debts that you're paying 20-25% interest on are ones that can really add up. So, uh, automating some sort of payment uh, to that company above and beyond what the minimum payment would be to help tackle that debt well before retirement. And it kind of fits together with
1: a budget. I mean, once you've automated and you know it's Mm -hmm. coming out, I mean, it fits right into your budget. You know it is there. Again, breaking down six things you could be doing or not doing that could sabotage your retirement. Gary, this next one, uh, you're supporting others. I know we're family. uh, You end up helping friends and family. uh, But if you are supporting others at your own expense, that could do some damage.
0: Yeah, it really can. This is a tough conversation to have with clients. I mean, you know, look at last year alone during COVID, you know, about two in five Americans have provided some type of financial support to a family member you know, over the last year, um, and that that was according to the Family Obligations Across Generations Survey. We do have a lot of surveys, Todd. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, and I, you just said it, Morgan, it's natural. You want to help your loved ones, right? Uh, but it can be a tough balancing act. Uh, especially in, in doing, it, it might jeopardize your happiness in retirement. So that's a tough call. Now, this is a big one to me. According to the AARP, family caregivers, age 50 and older, who leave the workforce to care for a parent, right? That happens a lot. On average, they are losing nearly $304,000 in wages and benefits over their lifetime. Now, for men, this is a lot less. Why? Because most of the time, the, the man will stay at work. The lady's going to go take care of mom. That's just how it works naturally. For men, it's about two hundred eighty-four thousand. For women, it's almost three hundred twenty-five thousand. So that this you know gives you the idea that you know a woman's role as the caregiver of the aging parents is there. It's prevalent. It's going to happen in a lot of cases. So you got to be careful how much you're supporting others because it can damage your retirement down the road.
1: Yeah, make sure you plan, folks, and uh, and certainly uh, if, you, if you've got a, a tight-knit family, talk about it in the open as far as what you're doing yeah, for yeah. your retirement. I mean, if your parents uh, are sitting there and they're just not sure, because you, you said it, you said it, Gary, this is a touchy subject. When you talk about finances yeah. uh, within a family, uh, sometimes that can be, you know, that can be tough. So having that conversation with your folks, having that conversation with your spouse, Um, and maybe looking in the mirror and having the conversation with yourself. Make sure uh, you have a plan. Again, uh, hitting these six things that you could be doing that could sabotage your retirement, we're only down to four, so let's get to this one. Uh, You're relying on working in retirement. We've already talked about working in retirement, but now all of a sudden you've got to have it.
2: Yeah, in the first segment we talked about the pros and cons of working in retirement. Um, You know, and just to go over another survey – Uh, employee wellness survey revealed that 82% of workers believe they're going to work in retirement, 32% of them being a full-time worker and 50% being part-time. So, you know, a lot of people are living longer. They're realizing that they're maybe going to have to support themselves a little bit in retirement. You know, 74% of those workers expect that work to be some sort of income in retirement. You know, the reality is though only four in 10 of the uh, retirees surveyed retired earlier than expected so you know four and ten of those folks the plan didn't work out and that may be the case for you so you can't rely too much on uh, working in retirement because you know due to health problems disability changes within the organization there could be a lot of reasons why that might not work out folks i mean plan
1: today own tomorrow is the name of the show And you certainly need to be thinking about what's going on within your plan. If you haven't started, uh, it would be a good time to start. If you have and you've got questions about your portfolio, get a second opinion. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Gary Thurman and Tide McIntosh at Guardian Investment Advisors, your host of this program. Again, no costs. Or obligation, just to kind of see where you are, and we're just hitting six things you could be doing that could be sabotaging your retirement. And the next one, Gary, we're healthy, Uh, we're headed towards retirement. Let's say we're not really thinking about, um, you know, the what ifs down the road, and the what ifs can absolutely crush your retirement. And if you're not accounting for rising healthcare costs, that's one of them.
0: Yeah, it's. And again, I say this all the time. We could do a whole show on this. Um, and so let, let's talk about this rising healthcare costs. Let's talk about what just happened last week. Last week, Medicare came out with a lot of changes. They did some increasing, uh, increases on everything across the board from your, your part, a deductible went up $72 a year. That's not a crazy amount of money, right? Right. But your, your part B deductible went up $30 a year. So now we're over a hundred dollars a year or more. Now check this out. Your, your, your part B premium that you pay into Medicare Went from one hundred and forty-eight dollars and fifty cents all the way up to one hundred and seventy dollars and ten cents. That is big. That's a fourteen point five percent inflation increase, ever how you want to look at it. That just happened with Medicare. So a lot of people think Medicare covers everything. It don't. It don't cover everything. But though Medicare costs just went up as well, which I think is kind of crazy. There, there was a study that you know that most people just haven't even tried to calculate medical expenses. And again, Medicare does kick in at 65, and it covers a portion of your expenses, but the rest is up to you. So according to the National Bureau of Economic Research, individuals over the age of 70 will take in another $122,000 in medical expenses on average. That's a lot of money. However, the same study found that some people over the age of 70 may face even higher costs than that. So 5% of households are going to experience some kind of out-of-pocket medical bills of more than 300000 So, again, plan today, own tomorrow. Plan today, own tomorrow when that health care rises. Put a plan together. You'll be in good shape. Folks, I mean, it's it's like the NFL. Sometimes you have
1: one of those shows where you break records, and I think four studies – Within one segment. (laughs) Uh, That's a new record, guys. Congratulations to uh, Plan Today, Own Tomorrow. But uh, we we love providing information. We're doing our research. (laughs) Yeah, we love providing information. Really makes you think. Uh, And and certainly, you know, you need to act on it. You need to make sure you have a plan. Last one. Uh, And Tyb will let you handle it. Uh, Again, we're talking about six things you could be doing that could be hurting your retirement. You are not seeking professional advice, you're going it alone, or you're listening to your uncle, whatever, but you're not working with a pro.
2: Yeah, a surprising number of people in America are flying solo. You know, they're doing, they're doing it on their own, and they're not asking for the advice of an unbiased third party. That that may be, um, you know, easy to think you can do it on your own, but you, what you're going to end up doing is you're going to be making emotional decisions with your money. And, and, you know, what you need to do is look at It more from an an objective standpoint, you know, take the emotion out of it, you know, and and, you know I can probably be guilty of this. I mean, it's easy when you come to when it comes to retirement. Maybe you're going to be too conservative. Maybe you're going to be way too aggressive. You know, you need somebody else that can look that can stand away and look at it from an unbiased opinion and give you uh, a an idea of how you're going to move forward. And most advisors, and and we're included, are are acting in a fiduciary capacity. So they're going to have your best interest in mind, and, and they're going to give you a plan. You know, you may not go exactly with what they say, but you are know, in control of your money but at the same time it's always good to get a an outside opinion to give to maybe open your eyes up to the best way to get there. Yeah, that outside opinion from somebody that does this every single day. Now's
1: the opportunity to get on the counter with Guardian Investment Advisors. Gary, what's going to happen for the next five callers?
0: We just want folks to come in and have a conversation with us Morgan. We're going to do a wealth guard planning process. It's a four-step process. We're going to discover who you are, we're going to engage in a conversation with you, put a plan together, we're going to ignite that plan. After that, we're going to deliver on our promise and make sure you know what's going on inside of your portfolio day in and day out.
1: Five spots. Call the number right now grab one of them. 800-517-1575. That's 800-517-1575. Discover, engage, ignite, deliver. Again, the WealthGuard planning process. Get you some. 800-517-1575. That's 800-517-1575. Five spots.
0: Call now. The Social Security cost of living adjustment is 5.9% for 2022. That is not the only change to Social Security next year. On today's show, we'll highlight some of the biggest changes and how they could affect you.
1: Play- today, Own Tomorrow. Gary Thurman and Tide McIntosh are your hosts. You can find them at Guardian Investment Advisors. 38 combined years of experience, again, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. And folks, we talk about it each and every week. It's about the plan. Fiduciary for Advisory Services, A-plus Rating Better Business Bureau. And again, retirement topics, they're going to cause questions to come up. And with your situation, well, there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Guardian Investment Advisors. No cost or obligation. Listen up for that. We've carved out a few spots for Rating Radio listeners only, and you could grab one of them just to kind of see where you are in your retirement planning process. If you have started and you've got questions about your portfolio, get a second opinion. One of those spots could be for you as well. So the Social Security Administration—they're going to implement a number of significant changes for the coming year, and it's called the New Sacred Trust Bill. Right? I'm doing my air quotes there. Let's explore <laughs> how these changes could impact you. And tied the first one across the board—they're going to be benefit increases.
2: Yeah. And in a previous segment, we talked about how um, health care, Medicare is going up, how we're we going to pay for that across the board benefit increases. Yeah. You know, it's providing an, an immediate benefit increase for beneficiaries of a thirty dollars per month. It's representing about a two percent increase on average. Uh, and that's effective 2022 to 2026 for all beneficiaries. Talking about sacred trust bill,
1: it's coming. We're exploring the changes that are going to impact you. Next one up, indexes, cost of living adjustments, again, for the consumer price indexes for the elderly.
0: Todd, isn't it amazing when they make one change in one thing, they make a change (laughs) to the other thing to pay for it. Seems like it. it. I mean, it's crazy, right? Uh, And this is a little confusing uh, here, guys, but the the annual Social Security cost of living adjustments are going to be based on the consumer price index for the elderly, all right, which – measures the cost increases experienced specifically by our seniors out there. So we all know that's going to be a higher cost, right? Because we just talked about it. Medicare premiums are going up. You know, you're paying taxes on your Social Security benefits. You got medicine to pay for. You got Medicare premiums to pay for. You got so much going out of your pocket. So it's kind of going to be a big deal. You know, if we look at 2020, 2021, the cost of living adjustment was only 1.2% it's jumping all the way to 5.9% in 2022. So that that's a great thing, but you know, it's going to be effective for the cost of living adjustments December 2022 through 2026. So we're look, looking at the next 4 years of the impact of the uh, what we call the CPI, the cost uh, consumer price indexing. Folks, the Social Security Administration, they're going to have some big changes coming your way. Uh, Sacred
1: Trust Bill, how that's going to impact you. Again, this next one, uh, we'll talk about, Tide, raising the income thresholds above which Social Security benefits are taxed.
2: Yeah, this one probably should have been looked at a while ago. You know, uh, for those that don't know, your Social Security uh, is, um, it's possible that that Social Security is going to be taxed. Um, And The level at which it's taxed is based on how much income that you're earning. And there are thresholds. The threshold for uh, an individual currently is $25,000. So if you make over $25,000, you know, in uh, the adjusted income then uh, you're going to be taxed on Social Security up to 85%. And for couples, $32,000. So you really didn't have, you know, you weren't able to make all that much money before you started seeing those taxes. So the good news is that for 2022 through 26, they've raised that threshold. A single person now can make up to $35,000 and a couple uh, $50,000. So it's going to give you a little more room to breathe before you're going to have to start paying taxes on your Social Security uh, moving forward. i tell you, Social Security, the changes
1: are coming, folks. Just be aware of them, be ready for them, plan for them. The sacred trust bill we've talked about across-the-board benefit increase, uh, indexes cost-of-living adjustments for that consumer price indexes for the elderly, uh, raising the income thresholds above which Social Security benefits are taxed, and that's a big one, and that's a nice bump. Uh, and, Gary, add adding dependent care credits.
0: Yeah, I think this is kind of cool. So uh, this bill provides an earnings credit within the Social Security benefit formula for up to five years for someone out of the workforce or reduced wages. In other words, they're only working part now time now because they're caring for a child under the age of 12 or a dependent relative. We just talked about health care and all the different costs and everything else. So this is someone who can't go to work full time. That, that's having to stay home and, and, and provide care for a child under 12 or a dependent relative. Uh, again, this is 2022 to 2026 uh, for anyone that's been receiving those benefits. I, I think this is kind of a, a, a nice gesture, so to speak, that to, to give back for someone life is life, life happens. And sometimes we're forced to be in situations where we're taking care of someone and we don't have a choice. You know, we we can't afford for someone to come in and and do the care. We have to do the care. But then again, now we just took ourselves out of the workforce. Um, So, you know, now we put a struggle on paying our bills and everything else. So I I think this is good by by adding this dependent care credit. I, I think this is a good move Uh, on the Social Security benefits. I tell you, the
1: thing that absolutely screams through the radio today is you need to plan for Social Security. Uh, Mm -hmm. There are a lot of changes coming, folks. The Sacred Trust bill, and we're just hitting a few of these for you. Uh, They're going to impact you. Make sure you have a plan. Uh, Again, plan today on tomorrow. Your hosts are Gary Thurman and Tide McIntosh. They do this on a daily basis. Uh, In working with a pro, when it comes to your retirement, there's going to be an opportunity to get on the counter with Guardian Investment Advisors. No cost or obligation. That's coming up. Uh, And you can have these conversations because just going over Social Security, you know, your head's spinning. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on here. So, Tide, this next one, again, significant changes impacting everyone out there that's going to have Social Security. What about repeals, the government pension offset and windfall elimination provisions? I need a professional just to get through that sentence. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. And and really, this is specifically going to apply to somebody who has worked for the U.S. government in some sort of capacity, and they're getting some sort of retirement benefit off of it. So what they're going to do is they're going to repeal the government pension offset and the windfall elimination provision. And those two things would have reduced your Social Security benefits in some ways if you're getting a government pension. So uh, they're going to repeal those. You should be able to get your full uh, benefits. And those benefits, uh, just like the other ones, uh, 2022 through 2026, are the ones, uh, are the years that are going to be affected with this uh, elimination of of those two things. I'll tell you, folks,
1: uh, you know, the information provided, uh, it, it gives you peace of mind having a plan for Social Security, let alone your entire retirement. That's also peace of mind. Yeah. The warm and fuzzies we talk about. Uh, there's going to be that opportunity to get on the counter with Gary and Tide at, at Guardian Investment Advisors here in just a second. Last one, Gary, you're going to get it uh, again. Changes. Uh, going on with Social Security, uh, it's going to combine Social Security's trust funds.
0: Yeah, I, I want to talk about that. Before I do I, this whole conversation in the segment three makes me want to go back to segment two about having that budget. Yeah, I mean that—that's all. I, it's I mean that's all. I keep thinking about is if if you have that budget in place, you're going to be prepared for these changes. You know, again, life happens, divorce happens, death happens. If you have a budget put in place and you have a plan put in place then some of these adjustments are not going to be so um, drastic to your retirement plan. So I I just wanted to throw that out there real quick. So I think it's important. This is a big deal. Um, So what they're doing here is combining Social Security's trust funds. It's two funds. So for retirement and survivor insurance and disability insurance, they're going to put it into one unified Social Security trust fund. And here's why I like it. It's to ensure that all benefits will be paid. Um, You know, a lot of times people miss out on some benefits so to speak but if it's within the trust you got the trust protecting you and the trust is going to protect you then make sure that all benefits are paid now when it comes to talking trust i really wish we had an attorney in the room that specializes in trust but you know we know enough about trust to be dangerous but we do have relationships with folks here in chattanooga that can help us out and you know learning and educating us on how the trust works but there are so many other things that are going into this bill morgan um, and Todd and, and I have a list of all these changes. And that's why we think it's so important. Just to come in and have a conversation with us. Let's make sure that we put that budget in place, that we, we look at the cost of living adjustments, what they normally are, what they're going to be for next year. Let's put that plan together. Let's put that budget together. And let's work together to make sure your retirement is secure. So you don't have to worry about these things.
1: Folks, I mean, we're going right into this. We got five spots. I mean, discover, engage, ignite, deliver. Uh, it's an opportunity for you uh, to get on the calendar with Guardian Investment Advisors. Gary, uh, you, you kind of opened it up right there, but I mean, give us a little taste of what's going to happen for these five callers.
0: Yeah, we like for folks to come in and, and uh, just have a conversation with us. We we do what we call our Wealth Guard planning process. Our first meeting is a Discover meeting. We're going to discover who you are and what you want to do, how you want your retirement to look like. After that, we're going to engage in a conversation. We're going to put a plan together. We always say, you're the CEO of your money. We're just going to guide you and direct you uh, on how to use it. After that, we ignite that plan, set the motion, get it going, put it to action. After that, then we deliver on our promise. Deliver and make sure you know what's going on inside of your plan day in and day out. Folks, I mean, it's about having a plan. It's about working with
1: pros. It's about knowing exactly what's going on. Work with someone that does this every single day. Opportunity to get on the calendar, five spots. Here's the number, 800-517-1575. That's 800-517-1575. The goal of the show, help you make the best decision. Have that conversation. 800-517-1575. Discover, engage, ignite, deliver. 800-517-1575. Five spots, they will go fast. 800-517-1575.
2: When we come back, questions from our listeners, that and more right after this.
1: Plan today on tomorrow. And guess what, folks? Your hosts are Gary Thurman and Ty McIntosh here each and every week talking retirement. You can find them at Guardian Investment Advisors. 38 combined years of experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries for advisory services. They have an A-plus rating, Better Business Bureau. And again, it's retirement topics each and every week. It's going to cause questions to come up you know, with what's going on with your retirement. There's going to be an opportunity to get on their calendar exclusive for our radio listeners. So grab one of these spots when we open up the phones and have this conversation. Again, no cost or obligation with Guardian Investment Advisors. So before we get into uh, the Q&A, which is um, always a a lot of fun because you, you kind of get an idea of what a lot of people are dealing with when it comes to their retirement, and it also may spark um, maybe an idea for you when it comes to your retirement. But the IRS has announced new contribution limits for 401K and IRAs and HSAs for the new year, 2022. Uh, I wanted to go over a few of these for you, and also Gary and Tide are going to jump in on this before we get to the Q&A. First, the maximum contribution taxpayers can make to a 401K plan in 2022 is going to be 20000 And for taxpayers 50 and older, an additional $6,500 catch-up amount brings the total to $27,000. And the $20,500 limit also applies to the 403B and most 457 plans. Gary, what you got?
0: Yeah, HSAs. I think HSAs are a great thing to have, um, and and they have done some great things. They have increased the individual contribution limit in 2022 up to $3,650. Now, that's only $50 more but it's still an increase, right? So you can put up to $3,650 back into your H- HSA. That's tax deductible. And you get to use and pay for your health care tax-free, by the way. Um, family contributions, that's all the way up to $7,300. It was at $7,200. But if you're a family now, you can put $7,300 back into your HSA. And again, that's tax deductible, which is really nice. And it helps you pay for health care tax-free. So HSAs are a no-brainer to me. You got to do them.
2: Yeah, contributions to IRAs uh, stayed the same. So if you were contributing or you're planning on contributing for this year, uh, it's going to be the same as last year. You can contribute up to $6,000 into an IRA. If you're 50 and older, it allows you to be able to catch up with an extra 1000 so you can contribute a total of $7,000 Uh, for 2022. That's
0: traditional and Roth IRAs, Morgan, just by the way. That's both type of IRAs, yeah.
2: Again, new information,
1: need to be aware of it, need to work with pros, need to have a plan. We talk about it each and every week. There's going to be that opportunity to get on the calendar with Guardian Investment Advisors, have this conversation with Gary and Tide, and do it in person. Get that peace of mind. So question and answer, guys. Here we go. Gary, first up, uh, and it's Sarah in Chattanooga. I've been helping my parents look at long-term care policies, and I'm shocked at how expensive they are. You said one time on the show that there are other ways to provide long-term care coverage without
0: buying a policy. Can you go over that again? Yeah, great question, Sarah. This is conversations we have week in and week out with clients. We just had it the other day with some clients of ours. So uh, traditional long-term care insurance is a good thing to have. But you're right. It's so expensive. And the average increase right now with traditional long-term care insurance is right about 22%. Um, so if you have a long-term care insurance plan, we're probably going to tell you to keep it, especially if you've had it for a while. But we have a couple of other ways you can get some great coverage if, and that's the key word, if you need it. One, we can use life insurance and our single-pay long-term care policies where you just take some what I call lazy money. Let's say your parents have money just sitting in the bank, not making any interest. We can actually take that money and fund it into one of these programs, and it will give you automatically, it will give you long-term care coverage if you need it. That's a big, big deal. If you never need it, then the money don't go wasted in premiums. It just passes to your beneficiaries. So you need to come in and let us see which one might be right for you. Another thing we have now, because this requires no underwriting, is some of our fixed indexed annuities have what we call long-term care doublers on there. All that simply means is if you have a premium amount of money into this annuity, and let's say you're going to turn an income on of $25,000 a year, if you fail two of your um, ADLs, Activity Daily Living Skills, if you fail two of those, we could double that income from $25,000 to $50,000 to help pay for long-term care. So I feel there's a lot of better ways, a lot, much smarter uh, ways to get long-term care for your parents give us a call come in and see us let's figure out which one's right for you plan today own tomorrow question
1: and answer portion of the program soddy daisy tennessee next up roland is there tide handle this one for us i will stop working at age 62 i can survive financially for several years without social security If I wait for my full retirement age at 67, I will have no earned income since age 62. Those years will count as zero when they calculate my Social Security benefit. We've talked about this already today. Am I better off at collecting at 62 with no zero years in the averaging, or should I collect at 67?
2: Yeah, uh, and we may have already answered it, right, in, in the earlier <laughs> segment. But, you know, the way that your Social Security is going to be calculated is based on your highest 35 years. So it depends on how long you've worked. And you can actually go on to ssa.gov, and it'll show you your work history. So you can see if you got some zeros in there already or if you need to continue, um, if it's going to be affected by those years that you don't work. But it's it's based on the highest 35 years uh, working. So you'd need to look at that and determine if you're going to be affected by waiting that extra time.
1: Question and answer rolling on. Let's head to Hicks in Tennessee. Maureen is there. Gary, this one's for you. I plan to maximize my contribution to my 401k, including the catch-up provision in 2022. Can I still
0: contribute to a Roth IRA? Hey, Maureen, great question and, and good for you. I, I love to see people who are putting money back in in the 401ks and looking at tax-free income with a Roth IRA. The answer is yes, uh, as long as you qualify. So, you know, are you married or single? What is your income level? I mean, those are things that we have to look at on the Roth IRA side. So uh, you you just said you're doing the catch-up provision into your 401k. So that means you're going to max out at $27,000 in 2022. That is awesome. Again, we know you're over 50 now, so you can put back up to $7,000 into your Roth IRA. But you have to qualify. So if Maureen is making too much money, she might not be able to do the Roth. It sounds like she's not or she wouldn't have asked the question. But, yes, the answer is yes. You can you can do both. And great thing is you can do the catch-up provisions, and that's just going to be great for you down the road in your retirement planning. Final
1: question of the program. Tide, you'll handle it for us. Dayton, Tennessee, the location. And Martin has the question for us. Here it is. When you withdraw monies from a 401k plan, pay the taxes, and reinvest the balance into a Roth, is there a waiting period of five years before the profit is tax-free? Also, if you do this yearly, must each conversion amount to be held for five years? Now, should that conversion amount be held for five years? Or once the Roth is open, is it only one? Five year period.
2: Yeah, I get the complicated question.
1: Yeah, I was right? say that's
0: a great question. The so the, the
2: easy <laughs> answer is yes and yes. I mean, if you if you're converting, uh, you have to wait five years. Um, the way that, that they look at Roth contributions, you know, your contributions could be taken out at any time. So there's not. It's the earnings that you have on top of those contributions that you have to be a little bit careful of. Now, when you're doing a conversion, um, those rules are a little bit different. You know, you, you know, each year that you convert uh, that if you convert, say, in September, they're going to your clock starts on January 1st of that year. And you got five years uh, before you can uh, use the uh, the profit off of those earnings in a tax free manner. And each year that you convert. It starts the clock on that conversion. So you gotta be a little bit careful, you know, about what you can what you can pull out without being penalized. If you want to just go by a, a general rule of thumb, the order for withdrawal, you go contributions, conversions, and then earnings. And and that should help you kind of make a decision on what's gonna be right for
0: you. Hey, so, and Morgan, you yeah. mind if I bring something else up real quick? We, Do got, it. we got another minute, I think. Yeah. I, I just keep going back to this HSA thing. Uh, I want people to realize if you have an HSA, if you don't use it in the in the year that you fund it, it just rolls to the next year. We talked about the Medicare premiums going up. We talked about healthcare costs going up. If you fund that HSA for the next 10, 15, 20 years, you're going to have a potload of money sitting there to pay for those type of things. So... Explore your HSA options, guys. There's some great ones out there, and we're happy to help you with that as well. I I just think it's important to have an HSA. Folks,
1: I mean, I know you've got questions, and we're going to open up five spots on the calendar with Guardian Investment Advisors for radio listeners only. Gary, what's going to happen for these five callers?
0: We're going to have a conversation. It's just that simple. We're going to put you through what we call our Wealth Guard planning process. It's a four-step process. We're going to discover who you are, what you want to do in retirement, how you want retirement to look for you. After that, we're going to engage in a conversation with a plan. We're going to put a plan together based on that first meeting that we had. Then we're going to ignite that plan, get the wheels moving in motion. After that, we're going to deliver the plan to you, and we're going to deliver on our promise to make sure you know what's going in day in and day out inside of your portfolio. Folks, five spots, peace of
1: mind at the end of this phone number. All right, here we go. 800-517-1575. That's 800 800- 517 1575 we talk about retirement each and every week here on plan today own tomorrow so plan today and you can own tomorrow when it comes to your retirement again the number 800 517 1575 that's 800 517 1575 no cost or obligation just to get a better handle on where you are in your retirement planning process again we've talked about so much today and you've got questions so get them answered Call the number five spots, 800-517-1575. Again, 800-517-1575. Call now.